Everybody on this beautiful Thursday night, although you'll probably be listening to this on Not Thursday. I'm Mary. This is episode 96 of the coolest Too Cool for School anime podcast in town, Anime Double Play. Unfortunately, it seems like my brother, Thomas, I know, y'all love to hate him, hate to love him, is not here. And that is because He is on spring break, and he is doing spring break things. You cannot see the air quotes, but don't worry, they're there. Um, His spring break is consisting of winning money at casinos. My brother is a very good poker player, so I I was talking to him today because he's loving Lovely Complex, which I'll talk about in a second because I love that anime and manga so much. And he was like, oh yeah, and I just won like $500 at a casino driving up to Philly and I thought I'd stop at a casino and he like doubled his money. So that's great. Um, I wish he'd share, but he earned it being good at cards. So it's just me today. Wait, it's not just me today. We have the first time in a long time, a special guest co-host. I feel like last week Thomas was talking about watching really sad movies and I said, oh, they're going to kill you. I'm applying for a co-host. It's very convenient that I found one in a week. It's true. I've done it. Everyone, I introduce my friend, Mike. Yay! Also known as Ganon on Discord. Speaking of the Discord, if you're not on it, you really should be, because who knows? It could get you on the podcast. If you want the link, follow us on Twitter or email us at animedoubleplay at gmail.com. You got it. You got it. How's it going, Mike? It's going pretty well. Um... Yeah, just to like give an unofficial plug to the Discord. It's a lot of fun. I've, oh, I've been having a ton of fun on there. I've been, I've strangely had a lot of success inviting people onto the Discord who don't listen to the podcast, but they're like, yeah, I want to be on a Discord with people who listen who like anime. So I got them, I got their foot in the door. Yeah, no. Now I got to get them to listen to the pod. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing but or like, a bad thing, but there's, I'll take there's, it. There's there's memes and there's discussion of episodes and there's summaries, so it's like it's good stuff. So cool. A, as a fan, as a true blue blooded fan of anime double play, you guys got to get in. Oh, the, that was the nice. Double play Discord. Yay! Oh, I was gonna say something and now I forgot because that gone. was so nice. It's gone. Distracted it's by gone. niceness. So. Yeah, thank you for coming. Thanks yeah, for filling thanks in. For me. I told Thomas that you were coming, and he said that's great. It's like perfect. Um, how was Thomas, your week, Thomas? I'm not coming for your job. I'm Thomas, for your job. Thomas, please don't come back. Please. Ah, <laughs> oh, my week has been very long. Uh, I am glad that as of this recording, it is almost the weekend. That's true. Um, I'm very glad for that. It's going to be a late night tonight, but uh, yes, um, it's be good. we are recording oh. this. Sorry, that's my phone. I'm a bad human. We're recording this very late because life happens. Life did indeed happen. <laughs> but here we are. There was a lot of life that happened, and now here we are. Um, did you do anything anime-wise outside your weekly watching this week? Uh, well... Did you read the book I gave you? I read one chapter. What'd you think? Um, I like it. So, I don't know if I want to summarize it or introduce. talk about it. Don't summarize it, but introduce it. So, uh... Mary and I have been doing a little bit of like an anime slash manga exchange 
or Mary's given me some anime movies. I've given her some volumes of Inuyasha to read, which I think we'll get to later. Yes. Um, and in the last batch of Inuyasha volumes that Mary returned to me, she also gave me a copy of The God's Lie mm-hmm. uh, and said, mm-hmm. you should read this. And that is all I know about The God's Lie. And I read the first chapter, and it's intriguing, and I'm into it. And I like I definitely felt like, so I was reading this late last night, like 11.30 last night. I read through one chapter, and I immediately wanted to read the rest of it. And I said, it's 11.30, I need to go to bed. Yeah. So it's definitely the kind of thing that I'm going to want to keep reading. I'm going to read it in, you know, the rest of it probably, frankly, tomorrow night. It's, um, o- it's only one volume. It's a very contained story. Um, yeah, and it's it's got me hooked so far, although, you know, without getting into any details, it it's deceptively mundane, and I don't mean that in, like, an insulting way. It's just, like, it's about life. Yeah. And, and there's something interesting in that that kept me wanting to keep reading. So, so I'm excited. So The God's Lie, I was on ANN. Anime News Network, uh-huh. my most visited website of like all time, and they had a like re- you type you type A and it and it comes completes. up. It I type in A at work and it comes up and Oof. that's bad. Oof. Um, but they did a review and I read it. I was like, that seems really interesting. So I went online and I read the whole thing. It's like ten chapters, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, it's really short. And then like a couple months later, I saw it in a book at Barnes and Noble, and I was like. Give it to me. It's mine. (laughs) And I've been lending it out since. I lent it out to Thomas. He really liked it. It is my next vote for the um, manga read-along for the anime double-play community Discord. But Thomas is like, I read it already. I don't want to have to read it again. And I was like, I reread Solanine for the first one. And it's short enough that everyone could read. Speaking of Solanine. Oof. Yeah, right? Remember that one time Thomas didn't get Solanine at all? It was so sad. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so God, um, the God's Lie, uh, Kami no Uso, that's my guess, God. Really funny, Kami in Japanese is God, mm-hmm. it's also hair. Just I'm, an interesting fun fact. I, I would love to pretend like, oh yeah, that's obvious, because... It really is. I, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, so good, I'm glad. I yeah. had... A big manga week, going back to my original love manga. I read a lot of freaking manga this week. When is the manga double play podcast? It's based, in my mind, this is manga double play. Um, God. (laughs) Manga's the best. Um, Shout out to Mabs in the Discord. He shared this website called mangadex.org, and it's not blocked by my job, so now I can read manga (laughs) all the time. So Just saying, a friend I invited. You're welcome. Oh. Toot your own horn there. So um, really quickly, or not so quickly, depending on the series, I'm just going to run through everything I read or caught up in this week. It'll be quick. I caught up in Akagami no Shiryuki Hime, one of my favorite shoujo trashes from, like, End of high school, early college. It got an anime adaptation in 2015 to 16. Um, Shoujo trash. Akagami no Shiryuki Hime. Aka red gami hair. 
Gami, Kami can be read different ways. Mm -hmm. Snow White with the red hair. It's about this girl who gets saved by a prince because I'm garbage (laughs) and um, becomes the pharmacist at the prince's royal castle and like saves people from poisonings and stuff. And the the characters are really good and it's just so cute. So it's great. Sounds fun. This is a new one I read. I didn't catch up with this. This is called Okashi Ratsuki. It's okay. by um, Sahara Mizu, who I've read stuff by her, but I can't think of any right now. So it's it really surprised me. It was like this life, slice of life thing. This girl mm-hmm. in middle school has no friends. And then this, she's on the softball team, Not but mood. she's really bad. Mood. And she's just like, I work hard. And she's really self-conscious because all her friends. The people on the team are tan, and she can't get tan. Mm. She's like, I stick out so much because I'm so pale. Such an anime thing. Mm. And um, she starts talking to this boy on the soccer team. And I'm like, I see there this is going. This is cute. This is amazing. And then suddenly she finds out that the boy has a little pigtail. <laughs> like a little swirly little pigtail. Like a literal tail? Like Yeah, like a little like scrunched up slinky tail. And um, her, his mother comes from this, like, Central Asian mountain people where they have little pigtails. You know, as you do. You can look that up. That's actually true. And um, he's got, like, some supernatural vibes going on. And I just did not expect it at all. I was like, oh, this is cute. Middle school, school, sports clubs, romance, magic pigs. Okay. Um... There's only six chapters out, and I really wanted to update because it's genuine. It's good. It's and you've good. read all six? Or? Yes. Okay. Hair flip. Of course, I've read it all. Um, ooh, trash. Next one's trash. So, hold on. This is the third one, right? This is the so third you said, one? So you said trash, trash, and now <laughs> this one's trash? I have a type. Okay. Is Okarash... Yeah, it's a guy with a pigtail. That's hey, pretty trash. This is the judgment-free zone. Okay. You, Actually, it's your podcast. It, is this a judgment-free zone? Yes. All right. We're also in my apartment. This is extremely a judgment-free zone. Judgment-free zone. Um, this one I started reading at my last job, caught up, and um, on the other side I used, Mangatown, they had a notification system, but it broke. Mm-hmm. And I emailed, I emailed support, and I was like, hey, I have like 15 manga on here, and I'm not getting emails. And they were like... Yeah, sorry. So I was was trying to remember what I need to catch up in or check on and then put them on this list. So this is called Tendo K Monogatari, the story of the Tendo family. And it's about this this orphan girl who gets adopted by this older guy and they live in the mountains. And the dude dies. And she's like, well, I have nothing to live for. I should kill myself. Because that makes sense. This is very wrong, Um, Julia. She tries, well, no, he's like, an old man, like she mm. calls him grandpa, like only okay. person she's ever spoke to, tries to hang herself, doesn't work. She's like, okay, it's probably because I was selfishly killing myself. I should try dying for someone and see how that works. Maybe then I'll be able to meet my grandpa. It's manga. Really weird. So she saves this girl drowning in the river and she finds out that it's this girl from a royal family 
who was trying to kill herself, stay with me because she was getting sold off to get married to someone she didn't want to get married mm-hmm. to. And the girl's like, this is perfect. This is a perfect way for me to die. So they switch places. The princess runs away and she becomes the princess. And the dude finds out right away and the dude makes her his servant. And they're falling in love. <laughs> That's so much set up for Oh, and then it's a romance. <laughs> but it's like, um, I don't even know. It's like 1910s. It's kind okay. of Golden Kamui era, but not in, not in Hokkaido. Ooh. But Hokkaido's, now you mentioned Golden Kamui, and now that's all I'm thinking about. It's a good place to be. But, um, the food. It's very, it's very cute. It makes me feel all fuzzy-wuzzy. Well, that's good. And she gets, she's also really good in martial arts, so she's also his bodyguard, and she gets stabbed, and it's like, it's great. People good at martial arts are known for being stabbed a lot. Yes. Yeah. Um, Promise Neverland, which I've been reading since, like, chapter no 30. Yes. Ooh, this one. Is it trash? <laughs> this one I finished today. That's um, four out of five. Kusuria no Hitori Goto. Um, it takes place in China. Okay. It's about this girl. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. She can't hold it together. It's about this girl. I'm not even judging her. I'm I'm not even looking at her. It's about this girl who gets kidnapped and sold to the royal court of the emperor and um, has to work in the emperor's harem. Mm. So it's a harem anime manga, but it's like genuinely a harem. It's like the emperor and all these women. Yeah, all these women trying to. have his babies because they need an heir. And um, she was actually an herbalist in her hometown in China. So um, she realizes that there's poison in some food and she becomes um, one of the courtesan's assistants and is like tests all her food for poison and stuff. And it's really cool because it tastes takes place in China, so all the outfits are different and the names are different. Mm. And um, it's kind of mystery-based. Like, there will be an issue in the castle and she'll have to figure it out and she's really smart. So, yeah. it's It doesn't sound that trashy. It's it's kind of trash. It's, would you say that's trash based on the description? I would need to read it. Okay. Sure. Well, first of all, and you yelled at me earlier, not before we recorded, but yesterday about this, but I need a definition of what trash is. I need to know what trash is so I know if something is trash. I feel like you just have to internally define what trash is for you. We'll get back to that. Okay. Next, I read a lot this you week, guys. Lot, I huh? caught up in Akatsuki no Yona, Yona of the Dawn. This is not, one that I've heard of. Not trash. Sprinkles of trash on top. Definitely okay. coated in trash, but holy crap, it is like... Like, you know how ben- technically banana fish is a shoujo? Mm-hmm. Yona, so of the, Yona of the Dawn is technically a shoujo. But, whoa. It's like a civil war. Mm. Like, there's so much... The action's so good. And she's just so badass. And, ah, uh, I caught up. I was, like, maybe six or seven months behind, so six or seven chapters. And I was, like, vibrating in my seat at work. I was like, oh, my God. It's so cool. Like, uh. um, It had a 24-episode anime. 24-episode? Yeah. It was okay. It was enough to get me to want to read it, but it was kind okay. of – the pacing was a little slow. Mm-hmm. Um, so – but I, w- I would recommend – the anime, but I would definitely say once you watch the anime, read the manga because that 
Manga is bomb.com. But the anime is a good introduction. Uh, Noragami is really good. You should watch Noragami. Shout out to Noragami. Y'all should watch Noragami. Um, Where does it rank on the trash meter? No, zero. Zero, zero. on the trashometer? Really fantastic shonen fair. Um, wow. I love Noragami. Noragami. The manga is also bomb. The anime has so much material, they could have two more seasons. So there's two 12-episode seasons of Noragami. And they could have two more 12-episode seasons easily. Possibly three. The manga's so far ahead, and it's so good, and I can't tell you anything, because spoilers, but man, I'm loving it. I was only one chapter behind on that, though, because it went on hiatus last two, like, Last March, and then it came back this June, like the June, mm-hmm. and I, I called Thomas, and I was like, you don't care because you're not caught up, but Norikami was on hiatus for like 15 months and came back, and he was like, yeah, <laughs> very supportive. Ooh. Okay, so Thomas was watching Kaicho Wa Maid-sama, mm-hmm. which is about maids. I remember reading about this on the Anime Double Play Discord. Yes, Thank you so much for the advertising. And it made me think of this manga I read in class in college about butlers. I was like, I should find it. And I was about 15 chapters behind. So last week at work, I caught up in Shitsuji-sama no Okiniri, which is the... Ah, it's not even trash. It's straight garbage. (laughs) So it's about this aristocratic school, and there's the A class, and there's the B class. And the A class is all the aristocrats, like, Mm -hmm. training to be noble, fancy people, and the B class is all butlers. (laughs) Sounds very vaguely like my hero. (laughs) And um, the butler, a person from the B class and a person from the A class have to, like, make an agreement that the Butler will be their exclusive butler and, like, help them through school. And, of course, the girl picks the guy and they're falling in love. Um, of course. Of course. I'm almost done. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm shocked. I am appalled and surprised <laughs> at this turn of events. I don't want to say it's really good because it's not, but it, it makes me feel good. But it's I, not good. That is at least one measure of being good. I'm a little embarrassed. Now you guys know what I really do in my spare time. I just, like... But don't stop there, Mary. Keep going. It's like what one, else are you? One reading? time in college, I cried watching High School Musical because I realized it wasn't my life. <laughs> well, look, I <laughs> think like, why can't my I life think, be High School Musical? I think I've been called out on this podcast several times, directly or indirectly, for the number of times I've cried at things. So mm. hashtag no shame. Hashtag silent voice is really sad, guys. <laughs> um, Chihaya Furu is on my list um, because. We, I was reading Chiaya Fudu right before we went to Asylum Voice. And oh, gosh, I remember that. lost my mind because of things I can't say. You have to realize, like, we had a group of friends go to this movie. Uh, and we, we met in, like, the lobby of this building. Uh, and I think I was the first. Mary was the first one down, and I was the first one down to meet her. And I was like, oh, hey, Mary, how was your day? And she just looked at me with this completely dead look in her eyes because she had just read this chapter that had so emotionally overwhelmed her. It wasn't, yeah, it, it wasn't an emotional chapter. It emotionally overwhelmed me because Chihaya Furu is about Karata, and there was a Karata match. And the Karata match 
has been the best one I've ever seen in this entire series, and it was like 20 chapters wrong, long, long. 20 chapters long, and, and it I was, ended the wrong way. And I was rooting for this person, and they lost. And he was like, "How was your day?" And I was like, "Horrible." And then we cheered it up by going to see Asylum. And then I was like, this is this is the best day ever. Let's just watch a really train wrecky movie. Um but I have one more manga. One more. And then we can talk weeklies. One more manga. Um this was probably the best thing I read all week. I shared a lot of screenshots of it on the Discord. It's called Oh, is that Okay. O- Otoyome Gatari. Gatari means story. So Monogatari okay. Gatari. Always helping out with the Japanese vocab. Hey, I know zero Japanese, so... I know, like, 10% of Japanese. That's a lot of That's percent. probably a lot. Less. 5%? That's still a lot. I could, like, get by and ask for directions and order food so, and like, count to a million? Conversational. No. If you, you asked me... just talked about how all the, all the conversations... If you were, have. like, how... Um, what did you do today? I've forgotten all my verbs. Mm. I'd be like, Taberu. I ate. <laughs> That's um, good. That's yeah. good. All right, so this may. Okay. Um, Otoyome Gatari. It's called A Bride Story. And it takes place in Central Asia in the late 1800s. And I'm not talking about, like, China. I'm talking about, like, Uzbekistan, Turkey, okay. those countries. So beautiful clothing and the author. Turkey is like far Asia. They do. Um, one person in there does travel to Turkey, which okay. is why it was in my head. Um, Persia, that kind mm. of area. Um, and it's about the story. It centers around this one woman. She's 20. She's way too old to get married. 20 way years old, old. F Way that. too old. And How old am I? She finds... She, she gets a request. Her father's like, we found, finally found someone who's, who, who will marry you. Because it was more the dad's fault. He was like, no one's good enough for my daughter. And now she's 20 and no one wants to marry her. So she ends up marrying a 12-year-old. Trust me, it's not trash. And it's, <laughs> it's not. And it's about her integrating herself into this new community and new family. And it's a bride story, but she's not the only bride. And then it starts going through the people she met she meets and all their stories about looking for marriages or being married and being a part of a family or traveling and it's it's like very cultural and it's beautiful and it's a little weird of course because it's kind of you know 20 year old and a 12 year old and they don't address it as weird for a while I'm like whoa but then it's the 12 year old boy who's like look I know like you're my wife and I'm not a man yet. And she's like, yeah, but I was so happy when, the first time I saw you because I thought I was going to be getting married to, like, a really old man who has been married five times and abuses all his wives. I was so happy when I saw you. We're going to make this work. So it, they do address it eventually. Hmm. But um, just as, like, a cultural study of Central Asia, it's fantastic. And the art you've been sharing looks beautiful. Yeah. It's incredible. It's the background on my phone. Let me show you. No one can see this. I shared this picture on the no, Discord. Look, look and on Twitter. Yeah, so beautiful? so follow the anime double play Twitter and join the Discord and you can see what we're seeing. Yeah. That's what like that's what we like to call a call to action. You, you want to see the cool art? I'm enjoying the advertising. We should have you on more often. That's right. That's what I'm here for. That's what you're paying me for. Oh yeah. She's not paying me. So, shall we get jump into the weeklies? Yeah, let's talk about some weeklies. Yeah, let's talk as about some anime. the guest, what would you like to talk about first? 
Uh, let's talk about the thing that we watched the longest ago, because it's probably the thing I'm going to have the most trouble remembering. The Promised Neverland. I watched it Tuesday. Okay. I watched it on Thursday because I'm only watching three shows, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm like, I'm super into them. Because this is, this is the first great? time ever that I've been watching anime as it comes out weekly. Isn't it fun? It is. It's sometimes fun. It's sometimes horrible. Well, that's a whole other discussion yeah. about <laughs> the purpose of cliffhangers. All right, quick side discussion. Uh, I'm in an anime group. Um, of a Twitch streamer friend of mine who I do the Deltathon with, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, talk to me on Discord if you're interested in any of that stuff. But we're watching through anime week to week. Um, we're watching through Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood right now. I have seen Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood twice. I've read the manga entirely through. It's my favorite thing ever. Uh, and so he asked me, can you make like a viewing guide? Like make a, a weekly set of episodes for us to watch. And the two requirements were between four and six episodes a week and no cliffhangers. And four to six episodes a week I get because we're watching this on Saturday night in three hours. So we're kind of like zooming through. But cliffhangers serve a purpose. They serve a purpose. They drive you. They they build excitement and anticipation. They drive you to want to read more, to turn the page again, or to click play next or, or, you know – or if we're doing it in a weekly format like this, to spend that entire week saying, man, I really, I don't know what's going to happen yeah. to this character in this place. When but we, we don't want cliffhangers. So. When we watched Gurren Lagann, we left you off on some cliffhangers. You did. You did. And to be fair, I was totally in. I was like, hit next. Hit yeah. next. I want to binge it all. I remember Gurren Lagann's been out long enough. I was talking to my boyfriend and I was like, oh, we, we ended Gurren Lagann here. And he was like, oh, where'd you end it? I'll catch up watching it he watched it with me before but he was going to rewatch it and we'll watch it again and i was like we ended right as simon gets arrested and he was like why what uh, why would what uh, and i was like we like torturing people uh, <laughs> but that that made me want to that made me want to like schedule the next time we watched Grimlock exactly. because I was like, I'm in. What's going to happen? I so have anyway. to emotionally abuse people to hang out with me. I have to exactly. leave them on cliffhangers to give them more. Teaching moral life lessons here on Anime Double Play. But anyway, talking of literal cliffhangers, The Promised Neverland. So we didn't. I haven't watched. Neither of us have watched the episode that came out as of today. Today's recording. Yes. Thursday, okay. March fourteenth. Happy Pi Day, everyone. Pi Day. Um, Happy White Day. You have to be anime. Happy White Day. Happy White Day. I did hear about that today. Okay. You know what it is? Uh, The day when girls give guys chocolate a month after Valentine's Day. Claps. So so The Promised Neverland, last week's episode, uh, holy crap. That's the second week in a row that, like, they've just upped the ante. Yeah. And... Uh, we're not talking spoilers, right? Because people are catching up? Or is it a week old and we can talk about it? No, we talk about the episode. All right. talk about the episode. Um, So, like, the week before that, you've got the kids executing their plan to escape. And Mama shows up and just shows that she's... Like, they're playing chess. She's playing four-dimensional chess. She's, like, eight steps ahead of them. Um, My favorite part of the show, breaking Emma's leg. Right, which, like... Which shows just the utter brutality. And, like, oh, I loved that, too. I haven't read the manga, so I don't know if that's my favorite part. 
you know, of the entire thing or whatever it is so far. But like just the, the extreme contrast between her, what she thinks is genuine love and affection and care for these kids with, oh, you're not escaping and I will brutally injure you to keep you from escaping because I love you was like, oh, this is disturbing in the best way for yeah. this show. Like it's supposed to be disturbing. And then this episode, like, especially with Norman and showing Norman's reaction and breakdown was and really breakdown. well done. Oh gosh. Just the yeah. um, animation of him walking down the hallway. They made him yeah. a 3d cell, but he looked really good. And, and he's just, like, the weight there. And sometimes the animation does falter in this show. I mm-hmm. wish we got a little more of him at the water fountain. But, um, like... Just the simple, like, him collapsing to the ground there as the stress yeah. of the situation overwhelmed him. Like, ooh. Ooh. Um, That's a good great. ooh. Listeners. And then he, he stops right before he goes in, and he, like, commits himself to dying. He's like, all right. I'm going to do this, but they're going to get out. And yeah. then he walks in, and and Norman, no, and Ray and Emma are like, nah, we're going to freaking break Ray's leg, too, and we're all going to do this together. Yeah, you're not allowed to die. Um, um, and, and then, like, so you take it from there. You take it from that, like, all right, you know, shit's bad, but we're going to get through this somehow. We're going to get through this through the power of our friendship. You're going to go through with your plan to go inspect beyond the wall. (laughs) And he does. (laughs) Okay. And he, so I forgot what happened. I read this. I wasn't in college. I was at that last job, but it was still a while ago. It was like two Mm -hmm. years ago. And I was like, I know what happens, but what happens? Like, how does it get there? And then Norman's on top of the wall. And I'm like, I know he doesn't go over the wall, but why? And then he's like, there's a cliff. cliff. And I was like, I, there's a cliff. And it was so, like, I still, even though I read it, I still have the shock factor of there being a cliff. It was done really well. It was so good. And and like I was saying earlier, it ups the ante. Because I haven't read the manga, so I'm, and... You know, pardon the pun, but with this literal cliffhanger, I'm sitting here pulling the hair out of my head saying, how are they going to handle this? How are they going to get over this literal cliff that's surrounding, presumably surrounding the farm? If the only way out is the gate that they, in this episode, ruled out Mm -hmm. as a means of escape and now over the wall is ruled out as a means of escape. Where do they go now? What happens now? I'm, I'm so hyped. Yeah, I'm so hyped. My sister's girlfriend texted me today, and she said, "Have you heard of the Promised Neverland?" Have you? I was like, "Have you heard of the show?" I was like, "You could say that. <laughs> you could say I've heard of it." I was like, "Yeah, I, I read the manga, and um, it's having a good anime adaptation this season." She was like, "Oh yeah, the the anime is out now. Did, did you know that?" I was like, uh, "Yeah, I I've, been, I've, yeah. I've been watching it. I've been trying to keep up." And she was like, "Would you recommend it? It sounds really freaky." And I was like, "Yes." I don't know. I need to look up what my preliminary rating of this is on Mal. I think I gave it an 8. Well, you do that. A lot of people were having complaints this episode with Norman. And I understand that. Norman being able to remember the time when he was a fetus. You mean Ray. Ray. People are having trouble with Ray this episode because they were realizing that Ray can remember his memories when he was a fetus. And that's weird. Yeah, that's super weird. The delivery of it made more sense in the manga 
Like, they also, the anime took out a flashback. Like, you know how um, Ray's like, yeah, I remember when they separated us. They show that in the manga. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool. And maybe he does say, like, fetus, but I don't remember that. And it just sounded like in the manga, like, oh, I have memories from, like, a really, from when I was a baby. But, like, not, like. I remember my mother's womb. Like your brain's not developed enough to. <laughs> you can't. You can't have yeah. memories. You don't have the the brain cells to make memories. So I understand that that's weird, but that's weird. But I completely was, overlooked. It, it was less weird and very easy to overlook with the rest of the episode. What yeah. did you rate it? I, I have it at an eight out of ten right now. Good. Um, we'll see. It looks like three more episodes, including today's episode. I think because it's going to be twelve. Or is it going to be 24? It's going to be 12. If it's, okay. We'll see. I'll double. I'll see if they updated it. But. I'm really enjoying this. And if these last couple episodes are like as crazy and as like hair ripping out tense, it might get bumped to a nine. So I'm, I'm really, really enjoying the show. It's good. Um, let me just, let me just check you. Boop, boop, boop. I mean, Mouse got it at... At 12? 9 of 12. Yeah, so it's 12. Okay. Um, but you know what's not 12? I and in know. fact, 24. Dororo! I'm Flawless so segue into Dororo. I know. Uh, okay, Dororo, guys. Well, the worst thing about Dororo being 24 episodes is that they're going to have to change that fantastic opening. Get wrecked. Like, get right. Uh, that's the bad oof. I, I, I will go on record. I will go on the podcast. That's as official as it gets in this community. I think that opening is garbage, and I skip <gasps> it every time. Wait, 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 wait. It's okay if you don't think it's hype. You you think it's garbage? I skip it every time. The animation's beautiful. The colors, the, the surround camera cinematography so, in the field. So visually, like, it's really cool. I guess, so then it's I not guess, garbage. I guess half the opening is really cool, and the part that's music is really bad, so you I can, skip it. You can not like the song, but you shouldn't say it's garbage when it's I don't not know, when garbage. I, I'm definitely not the expert in this room, but when I think of the opening, oh, I think of the you. song. Uh, um, and so, like, I think I I really don't like the song. I really don't like the song. And like, visuals and openings are cool the first time I watch them, and then I'm like, okay, I'm good. I want to get to the meat. I want to get to the episode. So I usually skip them. But a lot of times the opening has a lot of the meat, but you don't realize it has the meat until you see certain episodes. So then as you go back and watch the opening, you're understanding more of the symbolism. But it can also have spoilers. It could. And that's actually pretty relevant to this episode of Dororo. Because this is the first episode. It's not the first episode where we meet Tahomaru. Mm -hmm. But it's the first episode where we get some background on Tahomaru. And he's pretty cool. And he's pretty cool. I like him a lot. Yeah. And his and his bros. Um, I was reading up on it today. This is an anime original episode, so it wasn't in the manga. His two bros aren't even in the manga. Oh, They're wow. anime original characters, and I'm like, good job, director of Rurouni Kenshin. They, you did a good job with this. It feels like they have a lot of potential to be important. Yeah. And they're cool. The, the one dude is just like, yeah, I'm going to rescue three people by throwing them out of this lake. The animation during that scene was great. Um, and those two people for Tahomaru are his real family. Yeah. Because his mother's a mourning sad sack. Understandably so. But still. she, she I mean, it's there's, no excuse. There's mourning and there's like 16 years of mourning. There's no excuse not to be. No, I'm not going to say that. 
that's wrong. She should still be a good parent to her other son, but like seeing someone that you love, a baby, be born without skin or, or organs, organs and then take it away from you to drown in a river, I could understand that. I think that's a life ruiner. I'm, that, that, that definitely is classified under that's life gonna ruiner. That's going to be up there at least. Yeah, so yeah. she's fine, but she, shil- she still should have been there for Tahomaru. But this was a great episode. And his dad is just... You know, literally making deals with demons. Garbage. So, um, my favorite part of the episode, I think, well, one was when um, Tahomara goes to Mutsu and he's like, "Lift me up higher," <laughs> and it's like this grown man on this grown man's shoulders. <laughs> I'm like, a piggy back rock. This is amazing. But when um, Hyakimaru comes in for the kill, kill seal, and they're just like they don't know. What nobody knows except the audience what just happened. He's, inter- he's on screen for like half a second, for like a few frames. He comes in, does the double cut, uh-huh. kill steal. Uh, League of Legends people are screaming, How dare you steal my kill? And then he's gone but for like, another couple minutes. We know the backstory and what just yeah. happened. They're just like, Oh, great. Hakimara is like, Give me a leg. Like he's just looking for something. It was just like the. Did they show what he got back? No. It, it okay. might not be one of the demons, that, mm-hmm. but um, just the significance of that scene. And I love ironic irony. Not ironic. Dramatic irony. Dramatic irony. Ironic irony. Yeah, the best kind of irony, actually. I, I love stuff like that. So I was just like, that was really cool. That is really cool. But then, like, they have this moment where Tahomaru is looking at Hyakimaru and he's like, hey, thanks for helping out. Who are you? And it seems like maybe they're going to get off on this foot of, like, mutual respect. And Tahomaru seems like a really decent guy. Where he's like, I'm going to help my people. I'm going to slay this demon, and I actually care for their lives. But in the opening animation, we see Hyakimaru and Tahomaru fighting. So how are we going to get to that point? Speaking of hype, hyping you up, it's like a cliffhanger. Like a cliffhanger? Yeah. Like, like it raises questions that I want answered. And they won't be answered until next episode. Maybe. Maybe. I like this show a lot. I like. I'm very happy that Dororo, the character, isn't annoying the hell out of me. Yeah. Because that kind of character has so much potential just to be a whiny bitch, and um, Dororo isn't, and it's great. Like, I don't know if I should say he or she. Well. Uh- Dororo has a good personality. Dororo does have that, like, irritable voice, but Dororo, I'm just going to keep saying Dororo. Dororo has enough, like, intelligence and emotional maturity not to At, like, ten. At eight or (laughs) ten, yeah. Not to be whiny or annoying, and I really appreciate that in the character. Mob Psycho 100. Mob Psycho, another flawless segue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I started watching Mob Psycho a few weeks ago and got caught up. And what what happened last episode? Uh, they started lot. fighting against the claw. A very horrible infiltration plan. This obviously isn't going to work. And guess what? It's not working. It's not working. Um. But this this episode did have some pretty funny moments. Uh, I think Reddit has really latched on. Reddit and Twitter have latched on to Reagan saying, like, no, I'm not going to help. We're not superheroes. We should leave this to the police. Wait, my fire insurance isn't going to pay? 
unless I can prove that psychics did this, team, yes. it's going to be a tough fight, but I'm here to lead us through to the end. I have this weird thing right now with Mob Psycho, where in the first season, I wasn't really connecting with the slice of life stuff, but once mm-hmm. it got to like major plot, I was loving it. Mm-hmm. And this time around season two, I was super into and loving the slice of life stuff. And now I'm not like digging the major plot. Yeah. I think after, after season one, like kicks it up a notch and it goes crazy and it ends with the big fight against claw. You like, I kind of wanted it to go back down to the slice of life. And I think maybe it does. Yeah. And it does. Yeah. And I, I think I really enjoyed that because of the contrast. Cause I was like, I know these characters can get super intense and have these crazy psychic battles, but I want to see him running with the body improvement club. Speaking of the body improvement fight club. On, fight. Whoa. On. I did not expect any of that. That's so good. I was like, oh, they got caught up in this. What are they going to do? And then they're fighting. And I thought they would be a little more effective than they were. And they were just like getting thrown around. And I was getting very nervous. And then, but they were just like, Kageyama, we got to help our friends. You've been with us, sweating behind us. I know. Every day. No matter how many times you passed out from having anemia, (laughs) you were there with us. You do not deserve to have your face stepped on. And then, like, Mom uses his psychic powers to beat the guy. And or they're like, us! Ekubo or Mob? Mob. No, Mob does... Yeah, he does wake up. Yeah. And then the whole body improvement club, seeing their friend as a psychic, they're like, don't fall asleep outside anymore. And run away. <laughs> it's like, are, are we not going to address the, the thing? The giant no, crater? That's like, just... That's their friend. Their friend has strengths in different areas. They're like, ah, mind improvement club. Yeah, right. Uh, but it was, a, it was a good episode. Um, Claw's a really cool name for an organization. It's a super cool name. It's for a an very cool name. It for reminds me of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm letting my other nerddom slip in. but Oh, no, it's all good. Yeah, that's uh, about. Apparently in the manga, there's a scene where right after that where the body improvement club like takes the guy they just beat and they're like let's take him to the hospital to get oh, him better oh I love them the body improvement club is great um I thought it was cool that Reagan had the poison gas perfume that he stole from the guy in the other arc a couple mm-hmm. episodes ago that was a really good um, from the first season right no second season oh it was a... that was a crazy arc when they go mm-hmm. to try and heal the girl but the girl's actually just like a total bitch, but she does have a psychic presence inside her. And then they fight inside. They oh, do like yeah. an existential battle inside Mob's body. And it's like they this take whole him to meta- this altered dimension where Mob doesn't have psychic yeah, powers. Yeah, it's like, this whole meta- metaphysical battle. I forgot that that and, happened in the season. Oh, yeah. I was watching it on the treadmill. And the animation was like beautiful. And I was like, why am I watching this on my tiny phone? Ugh. I should be watching this on my television. It was good. So you're watching one more show, right? I'm watching Shield Hero. That I am not watching. Yes. So tell me about Shield Hero. Shield Hero this week was good. And I can tell you why. Last couple... the th- Okay, so Shield Hero, it's about four dudes who get transported to a magical world. Oh, fantasy world. And um, they get transported there because they're the legendary heroes, air quotes again, that um, are supposed to fight off these waves, waves of demons to Mm -hmm. save the people. And there's a certain amount of time between each wave. So 
the first episode comes out, they go, then they're working to get ready for their first wave, and the first wave comes, and it's this awesome battle. And then there's, like, months between the next wave. Mm. So then it's, like, all this stupid isekai girls, lowly shit. Side quest, master, now Fumi-sama. But now, the wave's tomorrow. So now we're prepping uh, for the wave again, and it's like, oh, my God. It's getting real. Do you see it in the distance? That's the plot. And It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming and back. Nothing beats a really good setup episode. Like, they're getting their armor ready. They're trying to level up. Rough t- it's a really weird world. Raftalia hits the level cap for her class, so they try to multi-class her. Wait, so it is a game? No, it's just the world that has all the game. It's very weird. What? Okay. She hit the level cap, so they're trying to multi-class her. But, um... It... The church says no because the king hates the shield hero and they have the 15 gold coins to multi-class, but they refuse to help him because why would you transport someone back to help you and then not let them help you? Whatever. So, um, but it was great because now Fumi, the main character, kind Mm -hmm. of an asshole, but he's also like a good person. Like, Man, I've never heard of that character before. So you have. (laughs) Good. So there are these people, he, in the first wave, he saves this village. And then the end of this episode, it was really, like, satisfying. This group of people come up to him, and he's like, they're like, we want to fight with you. And he's like, ugh. Fight, like, alongside you? Yeah. Okay. And he's like, why? It's like, we're originally from Loot Village, and we hear how you saved our people, and we want to fight alongside you as thanks in the next battle. And... Now Fumi's like, if you can get me 150 silver coins, I'll consider it. So they go around, get all the silver coins. These poor, they're like teenagers too. They're like, our parents told us you well, did Well, it's great. an anime. Everyone's yeah, teenagers. Yeah, that's true. No, now, I, I don't know how old now Fumi is. He's, he's at least 17. He's probably old. That's an older teenager. Kirito was like 14. Or 15 in Sword Art. But anyway. Um, so then they get all the coins, and then he takes the coins... And he gives it back to them, and he says, use this money to get better equipment, because we're going to have a long fight tomorrow. All right. Right? Like, All right. good asshole. Good asshole. And um, now we're going to fight the wave. So that was the episode. I don't know what Thomas thought of it. We didn't talk about it. Tune in next week to find out. Yeah, he'll definitely... He... I feel really bad. He had very, very high hopes for this show. And I had read the manga, and I was like, don't do it. <laughs> don't get really high hopes. I didn't read the whole manga. I read up until Philo. People listening know what that means. And um, he was like, no, this is great. It's like a different take on an isekai. And then it became an isekai. And he was like, this is the worst. I hate this show. And I'm like, Un- no, you just Unmet like, expectations. It, they yeah. Can make it, hard. it was just, you were just a little too high up there. But... Yeah, I'm excited for all the episodes next week, even Shield Hero, because it's going to be good. Yeah, it sounds like you've got a good episode coming up. In that yeah, episode, so. I hope so. So, yeah, so this is going to be a long episode of the podcast, by the way, guys, because we're 45 minutes in and we're not even at the topic of the week. I apologize. It's my fault. I just read so much manga this week. Yeah, I couldn't it, help it. It is her fault, actually. Yeah, I'm just... You're just in there. <laughs> yeah. You're filling space. I'll, I'll talk about the things that I, I uh, yeah. watched and read, and you talk about the things that you read that I didn't read. Yeah. But now we've done that. Now we're here. And now to welcome you to the show, what we usually do with 
co-hosts who are here for the first time, which we have an um, interview with an anime fan. So um, I'm going to make up some questions and ask you them, and then yeah. we're going to get to our topic of the week. Um, a little backstory. Um, one thing I really like about the Discord is that um, it's like 50% people I know in real life and 50% people I don't. Everyone thinks that it's just like all our friends, and it's not. And um, Mike and I became friends like a year and a half ago. Two yeah. years ago, almost. Whenever you joined the uh, Dollar yeah. Hammer Symphony Orchestra. Well, whenever I joined. Were you? No, I, you. I, I joined after you. I think we joined at pretty similar times. Oh, really? Yeah, like maybe a month or two. Maybe? I don't know. Uh, Regardless. Well, we're in the gamer band together. And um, then I got a new job, and now I work in his building, and we have lunch on Wednesdays. It's true. So, But we are we are new friends, so it's not like we go way back. We go way back to... Three weeks ago. Yeah, right. I remember it like it was three weeks ago. So I actually don't know your origin story. Well, but my parents I, did. Were... I ask the question yet? No. Um, how did you get into anime? Uh, so I got into anime probably a similar way to many people my generation, um, which is, you know, probably the first anime I ever watched. I don't know if this counts. Is Pokemon. I remember it watching counts. Pokemon in the morning um, before I went to, like, elementary school. Because mm. um, I'm that old, kids. Um, and I don't remember a lot about it. I don't know if I watched it, like, week to week or if I watched full seasons. But that was probably the first one I watched. Um, when I was in middle and high school, I started watching the shows that came up on Toonami. So, Same. Dragon Ball Z, that's of an, course. That's when I was in elementary school. Yeah. Uh, so, Dragon Ball Z... And Yu Yu Hakusho. Yes. Um, Dark tournament, best tournament art. Oh, gosh, it really is. Don't at me. Uh, I don't remember if there's anything else. I think I caught episodes of, like, G Gundam and Gundam Wing and The Big O. Gundam, G Gundam is one of my sister's favorite shows. And my sister, like, in her late teens, thought she grew out of anime. And she was like, no one likes anime. I'm too old to like anime. Blah, blah, blah. She's a huge cosplayer now. <laughs> I'll get there. But we were in the car one day. And she was in college. We were in high school. And we were just like, oh, yeah, G Gundam. And she just goes off. She's like, oh, yeah, like, um... The eight, like, she just starts doing all this G Gundam lingo, like, <laughs> shiny finger, like, all the It tells me to defeat you. And um, she said something I can't think of. It was, like, the King of Hearts or something Gundam. Like, I don't really specific terminology. And we all just looked at her. And she was like, that was my favorite show. It's like, see? Ain't no shame. Anime you watch as a kid stays with you. Yeah. So I always think of her when I hear G Gundam. But continue. So of those shows, probably the ones that have stuck with me the most would be Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and Yu Yu Hakusho. Those were super good. But I still wasn't, I wouldn't say I was like into anime mm-hmm. at this point. I think the first anime that I got into, and this is really weird, you, like you're familiar with anime, so you'll probably know why, but you have a read or watch this one so you might not understand the full extent of the weirdness of why uh it's a show that i got into watching with my dad okay. it's it's ronma one half uh and that's a weird show to watch with your parents because there's just show. like a lot of nudity like a lot of nudity and a lot of like i don't think anyone ever has sex it's not like a hentai but there's a lot of like lewdness and nudity and like, oh, you got caught in that embarrassing situation with that other person. And it was really weird thinking back on it to watch that 
with my dad. But, like, it was hilarious. And that's when we started collecting manga um, because we wanted to read it as well as watch it. Uh, And I thought it was really funny. I still think it's pretty darn funny. I recommend it Did you watch it on TV? We got got DVD collections. Okay. Because I Um, don't remember seeing it on television. Yeah, we bought full seasons. I don't think American television would air it. It's it's too... I don't think so either. Um, But that was really fun. Around the same time as when I started collecting manga of some of the shows that I knew I liked... Like Yu Hakusho, and I picked up a couple volumes of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Um, and then, probably the clincher, the thing that sent me over the cliff, is for some reason, I was walking through a Barnes and Noble picking up copies of. Oh, Inuyasha is also in the like mm-hmm. Toonami era. Although adult I don't swim. know if it's a Toonami, it must have been Adult Swim. Um, 3 to 5 a.m. Heck yeah. Just, just. Kagome! And I was... Sick boy! <laughs> Windscar! Windscar! <laughs> no, I'm telling you, Iron Reaver Soul Stealer is way I'm better and way sillier. It's a move he uses earlier. Oh, he has, like, claws of blood, which oh, is kind of fun. Yeah, that's... That's it? That's it. I guess sometimes he calls it Iron Reaver Soul Stealer, and sometimes he um, calls it Claws of Blood. The The manga is so old that it probably updated its translation while yeah. you were buying it, so maybe the attack is called something else in later volumes. Look, but Iron Reaver Soul Stealer is the silliest thing. Windstar! It's, it's the silliest thing. But anyway, I was walking through Barnes & Noble looking for latest volumes with these, when for no reason at all, a particular manga caught my eye. And I picked up the first volume of it, uh, and it was called Full Metal Alchemist. What a good one. And Full Metal Alchemist, for those of you who haven't read, opens with the characters showing up in a church as someone tells them, you just need to believe and have faith. And, you know, the, the, the priest here, Father Leto or whatever, is going to bring my brother back. And the one brother casually opens up his notebook and lists out the alchemical components of a human being and says, look, we know literally scientifically what a human is. And yet we can't make one because no one can make a soul. And this contradiction between a purely science-based approach and the like reverence for life hooked me. And I was, I was, in. I was sold. I had to read everything of this. I had to watch everything of this. Did your dad watch it? My dad tried to get into my dad tried to get into the manga and told me after a couple of volumes, like, eh, I can't get into it. There's too much teenage angst. And I was like, yeah, all right, not for you. Uh, and then later I asked him about it. I was like, man, you really should give this a try. He says, oh, I would, but you took it all away from me when you, you know, moved out for <laughs> college. I was like, whatever, dad, you're not kidding anyone. Thanks, dad. Um, so at that point I was just reading it. I didn't watch any of the anime until I was in college, but like, Fullmetal Alchemist was, and still is, my favorite thing, anime or manga. It's incredible. It's a great story all the way through. Uh, I could talk about it for ages. I'm so hyped that our anime group is watching it, because it's so good. I was going... The next question was going to be, what is the anime or manga that shaped you the most? Obviously... It's Fullmetal Alchemist. We got that one. Because Fullmetal Alchemist, it's so good... It deals, like, it has no fear in dealing with philosophical issues. Like, what is life? What is a soul? What does it mean to be human? How do you come back from, like, committing the ultimate taboo? How do you come back from doing something that you acknowledge was a horrible mistake? What redeems you as a person? 
Um, all these things that, and like, that's just stuff the main character tackles, let alone all the side characters. Like every side character is perfectly developed. You know, no one's a throwaway character. Yeah, like uh, Winry, the thing with the thing. And oh, the, oh, gosh. God, that oh, is gosh. one of That's my That's coming up in things. a few episodes. Oh. And oof. Well, oof. I just charaded to Mike what scene I was talking about. He got it right away. Oh, yeah. It's much easier when the person's standing there. Oh, yeah. Um, last week, Thomas and I were talking about something in Promised Neverland. And I was like, do you think that thing's going to happen? Yeah. And he was like, I don't know. And then um, afterwards, he we weren't on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, though, to be honest, usually we are. Twin power. Twin power. Legit. So, yeah. Full Metal Alchemist shaped me at least as far as, like, serious, serious stuff. Yeah. As far as, like, comedy and kind of showing, like, kind of teaching me, like, what a funny anime could be. Probably drawn by one half. Because, like, it's a, it's a little bit more adult of a show, but, like, the style of humor is pretty much, like, yeah. anime. Um, you should watch it. It's funny. Okay, I want to, I want to. One more question, and then we'll get into the topic. Okay. Um, lately, you've been, you said this is your first time watching weeklies. Yeah. Before, uh, was that on air? Was what on air? Did you say that on air? Or no? I did say that on air. Okay, yeah. 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 So this is your first time, like, keeping up. What what, yeah. is, what is causing, what has changed? Like, huh. you see, may I, what? Why are you laughing? No, finish your question. Um, is it okay to say that you're probably into anime more right now in your life? Probably, yeah. Why? Uh, your podcast. Oh. Oh, cool. Okay. Because because the format of this podcast is basically like oh, episodic we, reviews. Are we forcing you to... You're not forcing me to okay. watch anything. But it's like episodic reviews and then a topic of the week. And you were talking about shows... That seemed interesting. And I was like, I want to, like, if you're not watching the shows, sometimes I feel like, all right, this is the part of the episode where we talk about things that I'm not watching. And you're not as invested. But if you're watching them, they're like, yeah, I want to hear your thoughts on this stuff. Oh, cool. So that and some of the shows you were talking about, Promise Everland, Dororo. Golden Kamui. Golden Golden Kamui is so good last season. I am so happy. Uh, My Hero Academia, (laughs) Attack on Titan, all these things were like super good. That I was either like already interested in and was just going to catch up on, or you know had heard about from the podcast, and I was like, "Yeah, I want to watch. I want to watch and sort of be involved in that conversation." Oh, cool. Okay. So, yeah. 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 That's that's why I was laughing because I was like, "Hey, it's going to be more, you know, promotion I of." I didn't know. <laughs> it's unplanned. Unplanned. I went from a lot of manga in high school. To a lot of anime in college, probably just because I had more free time in college. And mm-hmm. I had a TV in my room, and I had never had a TV in my room before. Yeah, it's crazy. And now Freedom. I'm going, and now I'm having a good mix of both. Mm-hmm. And it's, I just, I love manga. That's why I love that you're lending me Inuyasha, because I'm reading manga again. Yeah. And I just got off of um, reading physical copies of Berserk. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Whoa. Now I'm reading physical copies of Inuyasha and I'm just like, yeah, it's so good. I love reading. I'm a nerd. So yeah. No nerds here. I'm definitely not a nerd. He lied. <laughs> Blatant lie. Blatant lie. Mike, no Uso. Uso is lie. No is possessive also of. Did you just call me a liar? 
Usosuke is liar. Oh. Anyway. That's me. Speaking of Inuyasha. That's, that's my background as a uh, as an anime. Yeah, fan. that's cool. There's some other ones in there that I've watched and read. Um, check out my mail in the Discord. Or um, follow. Um, we probably should have did this at the beginning because we're an hour in and people could be gone now. Follow you on Twitter. Yeah, uh, I'm Ganon11 on Twitter. I'm Ganon11 on the Discord. I'm Ganon11 everywhere. Yeah. So, all right. Now, since he's lending me Inuyasha, we thought we'd talk about the Shonen classic, Inuyasha. Inuyasha. Which I admittedly did not even give a chance as a kid because Mm -hmm. I just, I saw a little bit of it. The dub sucked and I assumed it was garbage. So the dub is still the only thing I've watched of the anime because... You know, you watch it, you watched like half an episode in Adult Swim as a kid and it's dubbed. And now you can't watch anything subbed because you're like, the voices are wrong. At least that's my attitude. Oh, okay. Once I've watched it, once I've watched a show one way, I can't watch it the other way. Like, I would probably prefer subs, but I'm really a whatever you watched first preference guy. But, um, so I went in totally biased. Not totally biased because like, I was like, Inuyasha's a classic. It, I still see people cosplaying Inuyasha. Let's see what's up. So I started reading it. And it does have, like, it's very cliche. Mm-hmm. But it's very cool at its core. It is, yeah. It's like a good fight. It's a good manga. fight. It's a good fight manga. <laughs> I wanted to call it a good fight anime, but no, the manga is much yeah. longer and has the full story. Um, as far as I know, the anime adaptations are they don't adapt the entire thing. I think. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood does. Um the The characters are very good. I was surprised by the motivations of the characters. So I like your all of them except in right? Yasha. <laughs> um, so yes. which characters have you met at this point? I have met the main cast. I've met, of course, Kagome. As far as you know. I've seen enough promotional. I've been That's an right. anime fan enough to know what's <laughs> up. Um, I've met so you've Kagome, met... Inuyasha, Shippo, mm-hmm. Miroku, Mikudo. Niraku, I think is how no, it's pronounced No, Niraku's the bad guy. I'm talking yeah. about the monk. Oh, the monk. I don't remember the monk's name. Mikudo or Miroku? Miroku. Oh, Miroku, okay. Miroku and um, Sango. And Sango, yeah. And, um... I just finished this thing with Sango and Sango from what I saw when I was 10 accidentally up at 2 a.m. in the anime. She was like, I don't know, it just seemed so silly, but she's got such like a tragic backstory and she's very conflicted and troubled. She's and badass. she's She's going through a lot. And yeah. I was just like, Inuyasha. <laughs> Hello! Like, Inuyasha was, in the show, not Inuyasha the yes. character. Yes. When I was writing the blog post, I had to do the thing where I italicized the show and I mm-hmm. don't italicize the name. Same thing with my Dororo post. Yeah. Which is really good, but I don't have a big enough I, audience. I still claim that Inuyasha and Dororo remind me a lot of each other, but you disagree. You think they're I don't disagree. I think um, at their base they're the same, but... I nodded. That's a, yes. that's a visible I, thing in an audible medium. Podcasts are hard. Yeah. You have to do a lot of, like, anime grunts, like, hmm. Hmm. Huh. Nani? No, I don't even know what I was talking about. Sango, really cool. Yeah. 
Um, Mikuro. Miroku. God. Um, turn into Thomas. Don't know any of these names. Miroku with the thing with his hand. Yeah. And how it's going to tear him apart. Yeah. Whoa. Cool. Hi. Um, Kagome. Really awesome girl. She's like not a damsel at all. Yeah. She kills no. it. Kikyo. Hi. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Kikyo's like, awesome. Um, Inuyasha. But I like Inu- Inuyasha, but I, I like Inuyasha because when I was reading and watching it, I was a teenage boy, and he was the teenage boy, so I was supposed to connect with him, so I did. Yes. Um, I do kind of like how he's also conflicted, though. Um, minor backstory. Inuyasha loved this girl. The girl died, kind of got reincarnated as Kagome. Not, well... Not kind of. In essence, because she's still around. Well, no, they do pull this along. So yeah, got reincarnated as Kagome. Um, and now he still loves Kikyo, the girl. But he also is like having feelings for Kagome, the because, other girl. Because they look identical. Uh-huh. And they're literally the same soul. Yeah. So... And he's kind of conflicted on like who he actually loves and what's really going on there. And that's kind of cool. And he's a half demon and that's kind of cool. And I remember Sasho Maru, his brother Mm -hmm. being like, he's obviously going to get more important, Mm -hmm. but he's not important yet. And I thought he was like a main thing. He just kind of shows up as like a rival at this point. Give me your sword. Bummer. And then leaves. And it's like, give me the sword. Oh, you learned to use the wind scar. Dang. Tetsaiga. Tetsaiga. Uh, Someone had that license plate once. It said Tetsaiga. I called Thomas. I was in high school. I called Thomas screaming. He was taking a nap. He was so (laughs) mad at me. It's like, Thomas, Tetsaiga. And he was like, what? I don't. I'm having, I'm leaving. I'm having trouble because like, I'm trying to decide what you've seen at this point and what you haven't um, seen. And I don't want to spoil you on anything. Minor spoilers for Inuyasha Volume 12. Um, Sango's brother just came back and ran away with Naraku's head. Ah, uh, shoot. What's his name? Kohaku. 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 Kohaku River. That is um, Haku's name. From yeah, Spirited Away. From Spirited Away, <laughs> which is a movie I've seen with my dad. Oh, great. And mom. I saw it in theaters with um, Sam and Anastasia last Halloween. I guess we weren't really, really good friends yet. Not yet. So, so are we just having a discussion about Inuyasha, or are we going to... Whatever talk? you want to do, host. Host, so, the, host with the most. Yeah. Bring it. Co-host. Guest host. Guest host with the most. So, I like Inuyasha a lot. Um, I think, I don't know what I rated. I think I have it rated as a seven on Mal. Um, Fair. And I can check while I I'd talk. I'd probably give it that as of right now. I think I would score it higher, but I think after the point where you are, like now that you've established sort of the main plot, mm-hmm. get shards of the Sheik on Jewel, the main cast, Inuyasha Kagome, Kikyo, Sango, Miroku, Naraku. Chipo. Shippo, Don't forget yeah, the little fox Shippo. boy. Kawaii. Um, I feel like at this point they start kind of falling into a cycle, falling into a pattern. It's um, it's getting episodic. It's Monster yeah. of the Week. Um, and they start trotting out some of the same things like Inuyasha loves Kikyo, but he loves Kagome. 
And, you know, when he's with Kikyo, he loves Kikyo and can't think about Kagome. But when he's with Kagome, he really wants her to not be jealous of him and hate him. Uh, Miroku is a really good guy. But he's a perv. Except he's a perv and a ledge. And, you know, he keeps hitting on Sengo, and Sengo doesn't like that, but does like that? Question mark? And just, like, it starts getting a little bit repetitive. Um, Here's the thing, though. Inuyasha is long. It's like, what, 57 volumes? 56 volumes. I looked this up. Because, because, so I own, sorry. No, go, go. I own 41 volumes of Inuyasha. Uh, I didn't stop for any particular reason. I just happened to own volumes 1 through 41. Uh, when I started lending these out to you, Mary, I said, oh, I should just get the rest. Uh, Is so it I out looked of print? Up, uh, it must be. But I looked up, and I could go and find, you know, used copies of the remaining 15 volumes. It would cost me $200 to get 15 volumes of manga. I That's then pulled bad. out the four most expensive ones. So it's it's 11 that are not so expensive. Those 11 in total would be $100. And the four remaining ones would be another $100. And I don't know why those are more expensive. Because it's not like it's the last four, mm. right? Where they're, like, building up the big climax and then the resolution of the story. It's like the last one, skip two, a block of two, skip one, another one. Those are the four most expensive. Yeah. I don't know why. I feel the same way. I want to buy all of Tagami Bachi. I have 11 mm-hmm. out of 18. And the 12 to 18 is, like... $250. It's crazy. It's, it's like, crazy. Why? So Inuyasha is good. I think what I like about Inuyasha is that it ends. And I don't mean that as like, oh, it's garbage and I'm glad that it's over. No, it has an actual ending. It has an actual ending. I don't remember many details about it. But it has an actual ending. And I think as it gets closer to that ending, they start ramping things up. They start taking things a little bit more seriously. It, and it breaks out of that cycle of, like, let's do the same kind of thing and have the same kind of comedic situations and the same love triangles. And it actually moves forward. So I really like the beginning, and I really like the end. And I think the middle, like, obviously I kept reading through the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't stop buying them after volume 12. I have volumes 13 through 41. Um, but it definitely gets into, like, repetitive. Yeah, it has, I mean, depending on the story, like, Naruto after the time skip gets a little long, the mm-hmm. pacing drags for those longer series that happens. That's yeah. why Rurouni Kenshin is perfect because it is only 28 volumes and it is all brilliant. That's right. Fulmina Alchemist, I think is like 17 volumes. 16 or 17. 16 yeah. or 17. Yu Yu Hakusho is like 19 or 20. I just hadn't brought up Kenshin in a while and I felt obliged. I mean, this, this podcast needs some more Kenshin. Oh, Thomas has... I literally finished collecting Roni Kenshin when we were in the eighth grade. So we still lived together for four years. And he didn't read And it. they were across the hall from his That's, room. But like, and but like how never, big a hall is it? A little wider than this room. This it's room like, for, for listeners is, I would guess, probably 11 feet? Yeah. Feet. So it was like a 15. No, that makes my house sound big. It couldn't have been that long. Maybe this room. Like a... a but like... Ten-foot like, hallway. Like 11 feet away. No. Ten feet away. He would come That's and, like four paces. He would come and jump on my bed and throw stuff at me. The least he could do is take some reading material. 
It's just too much work. He read up to, he read a, couple, a bit of my stuff. He read up to volume six of D. Gray Man and stopped it because he didn't like it. And I was like, D. Gray Man's amazing. How dare you? When I eventually get established and I bring more of my collection up here, because I have none of it up mm-hmm. here, you're going to get a lot of reading, pal. Heck yeah. Um, yeah. I should bring up Buso Renken for you. I'll do that when I go home for Easter. That's 10 volumes by the author of Veroni Kenshin, Buso Renken. Very good. Uh, the, I heard the anime is not very good, so I didn't watch it. Unfortunately. Because that makes me sad because I really like the manga. It's a little cliched. It also has alchemy in it. Alchemy? But it's not I'm in. But it's not, it is 2 trillion percent different than Full Metal. I'm out. No, you're not. I'm, I'm halfway in. You're, you're tentative. My, That's my, fine. I put my right foot in. I put my right foot out. <laughs> um, Buso Renken, Hikaru No Go's great, 23 volumes. It's about Go, but it's so, Ooh. it's like a sportsman. It's so freaking cool. Um, Nora's pretty good, I can lend you. I have the first 15 volumes of Soul Eater. You've seen the video of my shelf. It's true. You know what I have. It's true. It's on YouTube. Yeah. I'm still missing the final volume of Prince of Tennis. It's been like 10 years. It's probably out of print. <laughs> so to put a bow... Around Inuyasha, around which we're Inuyasha, still totally talking about. I think what I would say is, if you have not read or watched Inuyasha, and you are watching Dororo, I'm bringing it back to this comparison. Go, go. They're similar in a lot of surface ways. Um, they both take place in feudal Japan. They both have demons that the main character is trying to slay. There's some tension in Inuyasha. It's between Inuyasha's like half demon nature. Um, does he want to embrace his demon nature or does he want to embrace his human nature? Mm-hmm. Um, and in Dororo, there's this, you know, or Kyakimaru is like inhuman in a way, but as he kills these demons, he reclaims his body parts. He mm-hmm. reclaims his senses. So in a sense, he's reclaiming his humanity. Um, so that's cool. Hyakimaru, I would say, is definitely, like, a notch more serious and a notch more brutal. Like, eight notches. Although I do have to say I was pleasantly surprised by the Gora Ninuyasha. It must have been censored out when I was watching it because, like, there's, not like it's berserk or anything, you don't see, like, intestines, but there's, like... There's a good amount. There's limbs flying everywhere, yeah. and I love a good there's, sense of there's gore. There's claws of blood. Yeah. There's a lot of wind scars. So what I would say is, if if you like Dororo and you want something vaguely thematically similar, check out Inuyasha. It's a little bit older. Although, I mean, Dororo's source material is way older yeah. than Inuyasha. Like 60s, I thought? Yeah, late 60s. Um, but yeah, check out if you like Dororo, check out Inuyasha. That's my official Amazon Recommends. You heard it here first. Yeah, I do have to say, especially as someone who was hesitant about Inuyasha, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It's very entertaining. It mm. It's not necessarily great, but it's fun. Would and you, it knows it's fun. Would you call it trash? I've been thinking about this all day. <laughs> Our original idea for a topic was, let's debate, is Inuyasha trash? Which, with me saying, yes, it is. Here's the thing, though. I expected it to be so trash, but it it's not the way I thought it was, yeah. so I don't know if it's just 
not trash or if it's just not reaching the deep depths of like butler school trash <laughs> my my trash is very deep stanky dumpster diving trash so i was i was pleasantly surprised by the uh, maturity and seriousness yeah. of inuyasha although it, it and it is a, a children's book mm-hmm. but um it's much better than i thought it would be so it, it doesn't I get, it could still be trash, but for the expectations of trash I had it as, yeah. it doesn't reach it. My worry is that you are – where you are in the manga, you are at the tipping point where it's going to get into its trashiest. Oh, good. Um, I still think it's – Stay good. tuned. I still think it's fun. Obviously, I love that – and I read it all and watched all of it there was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it gets a little trashy. It gets a little eh. – it gets a little like – I, I guess I wouldn't even say anything bad about it. It just gets average okay. at this point. I'll, Not I'll, to, like, dampen your spirits. Oh, no. That's okay. I will keep the masses posted. But now, speaking of trash, before we finish, okay. I have one more question for you. One more question. Out of all the manga I talked about in the beginning, mm-hmm. which one was your favorite? I'm going to go with... Yona of the Dawn? Yeah, good choice. Because that's the only one I remember. Boo, you suck. Never invited back. That's it. Uh, you thank should you. seriously. Thank you for having me on my last yeah, episode guest hosting Anime Double Play. You should seriously watch Noragami, though. It's on Crunchyroll. I can't recommend Noragami enough. I think I gave both seasons an eight. I might have given season two a nine. Um, and the manga is the bomb. Manga's great. Bomb bomb.com but yeah no seriously mike thank you for filling in for thomas thank while you. he's um becoming a millionaire at the casino thomas could you could you spare spare a dollar for yeah. for poor old ganon for the i need a new wire for my mic yeah what happened was i bent it so much because it was yeah. wrapped around and it just kind of fell off so anyway you guys don't know what we're talking about um i hope you had a good time i did i hope you had a good time yeah too. i have a good well sometimes i don't have a good time sometimes i get upset or angry but it wasn't this week tune in next week when we have the blowout fight of the century what i don't know oh oh i thought do you have any recommendations for topics that thomas and i should talk about because we're almost running on two years of anime double play and we are desperately craving more ideas we are running out i say well, uh, Thomas is doing an interesting thing. I don't know how closely he's sticking to it, but a couple of weeks ago he did his solo episode. Yeah. And he talked about one of the things he wanted to do with his life was, like, play less League of Legends or, like, no League of Legends and instead just start getting into anime. Like, watching watching a series of anime a week or something and that then doing a review of it. Is it too much to ask? Uh, like... It might be too intensive of a topic to say, like, do a deep dive into a season of anime and then talk about it as a topic of the week. Okay, like, just, like, pick an anime and go? Like, start with Ranma one half. Oh, you mean, like, watch it and then talk about it? Yeah. We did try doing that. We had an anime watch along that I don't think anyone watched along. We watched um, Wolf's Rain. Okay. We got about 16 episodes in and both dropped it because we mm. didn't like it. So, um, I went through a phase... Last year, I watched an anime a day for five days straight. Like an episode or Like 12 entire... episode seasons. That's a lot of anime. My job was very boring. 
Um, as far as other topics, I mean, you know better than I that it's hard to think of topics. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll, yeah, let that I'll think ruminate. on it, and I will share some feedback, if I think of any, in the Discord. One last plug. <laughs> thank you. Um, but seriously, thank you again. This was fun. Yeah. Um, everyone, thank you for listening. Um, this is a long one, which I know some of you are always like, we need longer episodes. So Here's a longer episode. Here you are. Challenge accepted. And we're we're is, kicking an hour, 20 minutes. And it is past midnight it here. It is past midnight. We good are, Lord. We are very tired. So. I'm actually amped. I'm oh, hyped. good. Because you like anime. Because I like anime. I love influencing lives with anime. And I feel like I did that for yours. Congratulations. You're an influencer. Ooh. I am an anime professional. Coming up next, the anime double play Twitch stream. I've been want we can we should stop the podcast. All right. I've been wanting to we should stop. We're the signing podcast. off. Thank you guys very much for listening to episode 96 of, of Anime, Anime Double, Double Play. Play. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.